just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody here. It's a joy to see all of you. Put your hands together for yourself. It is, this week has been a bit tight and I know to have Christmas on Saturday, what do you call it, Saturday to get, wake up in the morning, come here. I know it takes a lot of determination and I am so glad you are here. Amen. I started a series a few months ago. I did the first part. I just want to end it before we enter into this coming year. I don't want to read the one of the things the Lord is speaking to me about is uh, the beauty of what he's telling me. I couldn't see it in the scriptures before, but now I can see it. So I want to keep that for next year, but I want I might drift a bit into it here, but just to help all of us. Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, the Bible said, Therefore, everyone who hears this words of mine and put them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house. Yet, it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Praise God. Hallelujah. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. Then he went on to say, Then the rain came down, and the stream rose, and the wind blew, and beat against that house, and it fell with great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowd were amazed at the stitches because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Amen. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say, Neighbor, be a wise builder. Say, Neighbor, be a wise builder. Now, if you have not listened to the first part, you have to because I'm not going to go through the introduction of how it started in the whole chapter, which I did last week, uh, last few weeks ago. And I just want to pull some things here. When you read the text carefully, there is something that is a bit very deceptive. Now, the text itemize two set of builders and not only do they have discrepancy or do they have uh, this notable differences but also they have similarities and, and that is how sometimes it can look like when you meet the devil the devil can have some similarities with God and one of the things the devil does is that he chooses and so does God also chooses. So if it's a matter of choice or who, who is being chosen, then in this context we will say that it is of no consequence because somebody must choose you. So if you have been chosen, it is not just the choice that matters, but who chose you. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Now, what I want you to understand here is that both builders have clear similarities. And number one, they both hear that they, they both had the word of God. The second one, they, they both build the house. Second, the third one is that both experienced storm. And the storm came in the form of wind, flood, river, and wind. Praise the Lord. So what we are talking about here is, I'm, I don't want to, I'm happy that I'm going to slow down a bit and talk to you because if you are thinking that following God will exempt you from the storm and that is your only indicator that God, you've chosen God, then that is a lie. Praise the Lord. God wants you to understand that regardless whether you choose to follow his instructions or not, the storm will come, the wind will blow, the flood will come, and, the, and whatever will happen, will happen. But I pray that you will be able to stand. The other notable difference here, which brings the, 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 the quality of who and what you, you are doing as an individual, as you have heard the word of God. Number one, one takes seriously the Lord's word by obeying them and the other did not. Did not. Why? Because he chose to. The second difference, the first difference is one took the word of God serious and obeyed it. And the other didn't. The second difference is that they built their houses on different foundations. And experience different outcome of the storm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So today, I want you to come to the place because what the Lord is talking to me here is that most of us are thinking that when we choose to obey God, when we begin to walk on the path of righteousness, and we begin to seek the face of God to walk in within his perimeters. We are thinking that the storms will not come. But as we are hearing the sound of, as you are hearing the sound of my voice today. It is not everybody who is going to take mastery in taking the word of God serious. But I believe that as you are hearing me today, you will begin to take the word of the Lord serious. You will begin not to build a house that will show outwardly that there is a house, but your house will receive the foundation it need that when the storm comes, it will not go down. I told you, one thing I want you to understand, the decision between two ways, and one, the decision between the two ways of building is determined by the outcome of the destination. I told you last time, that God is looking for us to build our house on the rock. One of the things that is so rampant in the society in which we live in, we are so eager to hear the word of God, but not many are eager to put the word of God into practice. Many are so concerned, I don't know where we've got this deception, that maybe hearing the word of God will bring transformation in our life. We are so eager to hear the word of God, but we are not so eager to do what we ought to do to walk in obeying the ways of God. 
But I want you to understand, it is not everybody who sits under the feet of a pastor. It is not everybody who hears the word of God is going to be somebody who builds on the rock. But it is those who have become determined, those who know what they are hearing, those who have made a decision, those who have decided, those who have come to the place to say that I will build my house on the rock. Praise the Lord. Jesus said, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. In Jesus' illustration, the two builders, each one looked the same outside. That is why when you are not spiritually minded and you are, you are not able to discern spiritual things, you will walk into failure and think you are walking into success. The Bible said there is a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof leads to destruction. Precious one, inasmuch as it is important for you to be very conscious about the starting point, you must also be very careful because many are starting it, but many are not finishing it because they are not starting it right. It's not only good to start right, but you must also learn to finish right. I pray over your life today that whatever God is building in your house, whatever God has started in your house, whatever God has built in your life, it will not come down by the storm in the name of Jesus. It said, I want you to know that outwardly they look the same. That is why sometimes when you go to a shop and you buy a, a shoe or a shoe, there are some shoes that look very beautiful. They are not expensive like the other ones that are very expensive. They are very cheap, but they look very beautiful. But when you wear them once, you can't use them again. When you wear the suit once, you can't wear it again. There are certain shirts you can wear, I promise you. You can wear them the first time you wear them, everybody will recommend them. Everybody will talk about them. But when you put it in the wash, it's gone. And most Christians, we are living our life like outward beautiful, looking beautiful outwardly, but hasn't got longevity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are so, listen, we are living in a world where everybody is interested in starting. Hallelujah. We are living in a world where everybody focuses about being pregnant. But nobody takes the time to know that after you give birth, the baby will not grow by itself. You need to be mature to raise a child. A boy can give birth to a child but it takes a man to train a child. And we are living in a world where many are so eager to give birth, but they are not mature. It takes maturity to train a child. So if you are looking forward to starting something, you need to be able to work to mature it. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are living in a world where children in this country, especially where grammar schools are there, we train our children, we educate our children so hard. Now they pass the 11 plus. Now when they pass the 11 plus and they go to grammar school, they haven't got the sustaining power to resuscitate themselves and be able to be progressing and be able to achieve what they ought to achieve. It is not about starting. 
Praise the Lord. There was a time Jesus Christ was preaching and many people were talking against him. They spoke against him so bad. And a man came out and said, don't worry guys, let's leave him. If it is not of the Lord, it will not all. It will not stand. There are times in your life where people will come to the same and there are times you start a ministry and people will jump there and it takes time. The anointing will pull people but it takes character to maintain them. Praise the Lord. So I want you to understand that if you see your father growing beard and your father tall and giant in its approach, it is not just the physical thing you see that determines what comes out of it. There is something more than what you see. Tell your neighbor, there is something more than what you see. Praise the Lord. The flood will come. I want to talk about the flood. This flood, when we talk about the flood, the flood comes by the rain. Praise the Lord. The storm is an aggravated, aggravated wind. But the rain, we need the rain. God in his word say, I will give you the latter rain and the former rain. So the rain is very good. The rain is good. Tell your neighbor the rain is good. The rain is good, but the rain must test your building. Everybody is being tested. The difference is the test. Most of you have quit in the place you should be striving because you refuse to build properly. There is more to it. Tell your neighbor there is more to it. The wise and the foolish man were both engaged in precisely the same advocation. Advocation. But what I want to try, I want to move forward here and I want to talk about the storm. When you want to follow God, there are storms you go through. Oh, they are so, it's so, so beautiful. When you talk about the storm, it talks about the rain. It talks about the wind. It talks about the flood. Precious one, have you ever been in a place you have never seen the flood before? Have you ever, do you know why you have the flood? Oh, many countries are so, the problem of flood it's not caused by flood. You know what it's caused by? It's caused by the, the, the improper drainage system. I'm going somewhere with me. When you have a good drainage system, you don't see the flood, you see the rain. Because the flood comes as a product of, of one's inability to control what is being released as rain. Are you, are you, do you know what I'm saying? When you live in a place where the flood is, it means there is bad drainage system. Uh, be with me, come on, I'm going somewhere. This is our spiritual. There are bad drainage wetting. When I used to be in Ghana, there are places you see mighty flood. When you see a flood at a place, it is not an indication that there was heavy rain. No. It is a sign that there is improper drainage. And the believer must grow to a level where you have mastered yourself and know what you keep and what you release. There are some behaviors that will come to you that you, are, you, have, to, you have to seek them and let them pass through you. 
That is why the Bible said that Joseph brother released some things into his life and he said, I have a draining system. He said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. I can't hold on to this hatred. I must let it pass. There are certain behaviors you have seen from people that you have to open your draining system in your spirit to let them pass. The rain is powerful. The rain is something you need. The rain is something that is already with you. Number one, it is inevitable. The rain will come. The Bible talks about seasons, raining seasons, and, and some other seasons, dry seasons. Let me, let me tell you this. The rain could stand for anybody in your family. It could stand for your pastor. It could stand for your husband. It could stand for your wife. There are certain things they will release into your life that must be for good. They will produce some, when it rains, it waters the crop. The crop needs to grow and they need rain. But the problem is that you have to learn to, to cohabitate with some things. Praise the Lord. He said the rain will come. That is why the Bible talks about offense will always come. The rains will come. Offense will come. But how you manage it? Praise the Lord. When you, the rain is talking about something like you hearing the voice of God and you trying to follow it. There are times you can listen. If you want to walk in divine prosperity, there are certain levels of things you have to break through. And those of us who think that, listen, the problem I am having in life is that regardless of whether you, you build on the foundation that is able to stand the storm or not, it doesn't exempt you from the storm. So why bother to build on the foundation that will come down anyway? Praise the Lord. I remember there was a man I saw who was wealthy. He was really rich. He was loaded, dusted. He had properties. He had many children. When the children were 19, he had over 19 buildings, with story buildings. This man passed away and no, for, for over three, four years, nobody could touch his property. Why? Everybody was afraid. Praise the Lord. The strength of a plant, I'll be talking about this next year. The strength of a plant is not in the plant, but it is in its fruit. The beauty of mango tree is not in the tree, it is in the, in the fruit that it produces. The Bible talks about your fruit, that your seed may abide. God wants everything you are sowing to stand. And the only way it can stand is when it bases its strength in God. Praise the Lord. Challenging moments will come. Oh, I promise you. When I started this ministry, I thought I would be exempt. Listen, be overcautious. Being so alert, trying not to offend anybody is enough justification for you to be offended. Praise the Lord. I thought starting a ministry and being nice to people will exempt me from some things. Praise the Lord. The problem we are having is that when I was going through some songs in this ministry, 
and I spoke to fathers who have built their house on the rock, who have done what I have done before time. When I spoke to them, they said, it is not the same. It is not a sign that you have done something wrong. It's a sign that you have done something right. It doesn't matter how you treat your wife. It doesn't matter how you treat your children. There are times some things will come out of them. That has nothing to do with what you put in. We have been told that the input determines the output. But I promise you, what did Jesus did to Judas to make him bring what he brought out? Sometimes it doesn't really matter what you put in. Something will come out that you didn't put in. Praise the Lord. And God wants, if you want to be a solid Christian, if you want to move with God, there are times, I remember I studied so hard when I was in school. I studied it so much, so much. There was a time I studied for over nine hours. I was studying, I studied, I tried my best. But there was a time I tried my best and my best came out worse. There are times you will be following God and difficult. You are, I remember there was a time I was following God. I heard the voice of God. I, I went for an interview and they, they, out of the 12 or 14 people, I was the first to be disqualified. Was God with me? Yes. Was God, was, was God with Moses when he was put on the water? Yes. But God, What's with him? Precious one, whatever you are doing in your life, it could be a property, it could be a business, it could be a marriage. Precious one, you must base it on the premise of the word of God. If it is not on the word of God, you haven't got assurance of the future. Praise the Lord. Amen. When you don't, young people among us, it doesn't matter how nice you treat the gentlemen around you. It doesn't matter how much you open your eyes. Let me tell you a fact. Those of us who are married will tell you that much of what we saw in our spouse, that we got close to them and married them, much of them changed. And we didn't know what we married at that time. <laughs> and I was one when I said this in the counseling, when I said it some time ago, somebody would think the women were lying to us. No, they didn't even know themselves. How would you know something that they didn't even know themselves? If the Lord, the Bible said that if the Lord does not watch over the city, the watchmen watch war in vain. If the Lord does not keep the city safe, it is war. It can never be saved. But the Bible never says we shouldn't have watchmen. The Bible says that if the Lord doesn't watch in addition to what the watchmen is in vain. I have seen men who have been faithful to their wives. And their wives have betrayed them. It is not about you, but it's about him. I have seen husbands and wives who have trusted their spouse, and yet still, there is disappointment. 
When you meet people who have succeeded, when you ask them, how did you succeed? They shouldn't be able to tell you what made them succeed because it is not subjected to human strength. Praise the Lord. There are times when you start following God. The Bible said, Blam Bacino shouted. He didn't call the devil. He called Jesus. And the Bible said, by virtue of calling Jesus, he got enemies. They said, shut up. He didn't call the devil for him to be attacked and be sabotaged by the people around him. He called Jesus and people suppressed him. He didn't call. That is why when you are calling on God and something suppresses you, it is not an indication that you are doing something wrong. Praise the Lord. If you want to see the glory, the Bible said there is certainty and confirmation about the word of God. If there is anything you have to believe in, I told you about when I was in school, I studied so hard. When I saw my result, if I tell you my result, <laughs> if I got that result after completing secondary university, if I tell you my result, and even I was with God, you can even imagine if I was with the devil, what would happen to me. But the Bible says, God has got a way. There are some of you go to school and you get, you fight for first class. There were some colleagues of mine who fought for first class. When they were not getting it, they used devious means to get it. They have the qualification, but they didn't have the substance. There are some of us who didn't have the substance. We didn't have the qualification, but favor located us. There is a place that only God can take you. Praise the Lord. I want to beg of you, when you try with God and it doesn't work, leave it for him. Don't, don't combine the devil and who? And God. He said the storms will come. Don't come out of your building. If you stay in your building and it is not on a good foundation, it will kill you in your building. But today I want to beg you, there is no shortcut to anything. The thing is that if you want to follow God, I remember I went to a crusade. In, I went for a revival in, 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 in London. And I went to sow a seed. When I sowed the seed on Sunday, came back on Monday, I received a letter of being fired from my workplace. They said, we are terminating your contract. I said, hey, can I take a step with God and things? The Bible said that David was anointed. Immediately he was anointed. Then came Goliath. Does it mean God is a liar? No. The Bible said he makes things beautiful. Come on, preach with me. He makes things beautiful. Oh no, we will reverse it in a minute. He makes things beautiful. So let's turn it. So things sometimes can be ugly when you are still with God. Before he made it beautiful, it was ugly. But you changed your status when it was ugly. You used other means to make it beautiful. It is not yet your time. If you want to see the provision of God in your life, you must be ready to go through pain. Hallelujah. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 24 to 28, the Bible said, Paul said, I have gone through some storms. He said, five times I received from the Jews. 
The 40 lashes minus one. 40 minus one is what? You are my student. He said 40 lashes minus one. Hey. What is it? 40 minus one is what? 39. This was a man with God. Or is it wrong? You got it wrong. Ah, and I want for you. He said, five times I received lashes, 40. Uh, no, you got it wrong. He said, five times, five times I received 40 lashes minus one. So I don't know whether it is, this one, let's not mark it. I don't know whether each one of the five is 40 minus one. But he received lashes. Who are we talking about? Somebody with God. Some people, if they go through something that is not pleasant, they back out of it. When I started singing, I went to sing in a park, and the choir master located me by my mistake. And he came, he located, he was saying, hey, hey, put the mic down. He pulled me out. I said, you're a liar. You can't take me from God. I went to pay with my own money. I paid somebody to train me to do voice training. Hi! If you don't know where you are going, you will enter into any bars. Praise the Lord. Young ones, I want to beg of you. There are something that God can only provide. There are people who got married before. They can be married before you. But the end of the tunnel, you will see that they will not succeed like the way you are succeeding. I look at people who disobey God. They dishonor God. As if God is not there. But I came to tell somebody, if God's word is yea and amen, it will happen in your life. He said, he said three times I was beaten with rod. Once I was belted with stones. Three times I was whipped. I spent night and day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. Hayish. Paul. He said, I've been in danger from rivers, in dangers from the from the beatings, from the battles of the bands. That is, is he, he spoke about dangerous things moving from one stone to the other. Since you became a Christian, what have you gone through? Precious one, you have to build on the rock. Listen, let me tell you this to finish it. If nobody has told you you are wasting your time, you have not started yet. It is so painful when you see somebody building yesterday and finishing today. And you started last week and you got in nowhere. I pray that strength will come to you. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 25 said, As the wild wind passes, so is the wicked no more. But the righteous is what? And the everlasting foundation. Whatever you are planted, as you have made a choice to walk right with God, you are going to experience everlasting foundation. Daniel chapter 11 verse 32, it said, And such do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt. By flatteries, 
But the people that know their God shall be strong and do exploit them. I don't know what is weakening your strength. I don't know what is weakening your finances. I don't know what is weakening your marriage. I don't know what is weakening your education. But if you remain in the Lord your God, you shall see the strength of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to beg of you right now. Sometimes when we begin to give towards the work of God, some people will say it's a waste of time. It's a waste of resources. But I'm here to tell you, when you obey God, there is a way he beautifies your life on the things you are believing for. I prophesy upon your life that you shall see increase in your life as you build on the solid rock. Even though it comes with pain, even though it comes with some discomfort, I pray over your life today that Jehovah shall strengthen you. My Bible said Jesus, when he was building on the rock, the Bible said it got to a point. It said, Father, Jesus Christ was crying to God. And my Bible said he received strength from above. And he was able to execute what he was called to do. I pray over your life today. That may the Lord give you strength. May the Lord give you strength. May he empower your friendship. May he empower your marriage. May he empower your finances. I pray over the life of somebody under the sound of my voice. Your story will not be put to shame. You will not be put to shame. Because you have decided to follow God. Tell your neighbor you are coming out. I like it when 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 8 to 10 is that we do not want you to be uninformed brothers and sisters about the troubles we experience in the province of Asia. It said we were under great pressure far beyond our ability to endure so that we even despair life itself. Indeed we felt we had received the sentence of death but this happened that we might not rely on our but rely on God who raises the dead. He had delivered us from such deadly peril and he will deliver us again. On him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. I pray over your life. Don't be hopeless as you are building on this rock. It may look as if your friends have given up on you. It may look as if your husband has given up on you. It it may look as if your community have given up on you. It may look as if your employer has given up on you. But when you trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding and always acknowledging Him, it will make a way where there seems to be no way. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, the Bible said in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16, it said, For though the righteous fall seven times, they shall rise again. I see you rising again. I see you rising again. They thought it was over with you, but your foundation is not based on man's foundation, but it was based on the solid rock. You shall see joy coming your way in the mighty name of Jesus. In Proverbs chapter 34, verse number 19, the Bible. 
Bible says the righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from all. I said, don't worry, don't worry. Every trouble you are in, he said, for your trouble, he will give unto you double. I prophesy upon your life that whatever trouble you are in, as you are trusted in the Lord, may God bring you out. I say, may God bring you out. I say, may God bring you out. In the book of Psalm 37, verse number 25, the Bible said, David said, I have been old, I have been young, and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. I prophesy upon your life that your seed will not beg for bread. I said, your seed will not beg for bread. Your generation will not beg for bread. They thought it was over with you, but later when they found out that your strength coming from God, I see the Lord giving you power. I came here to tell somebody your storms, wherever they are coming from, maybe your family has rejected you, maybe your friends have given up on you, maybe you are feeling lonely, maybe you are feeling rejected. There is nothing wrong with you, it's because you are building on the foundation. At the end of the day, all things will work together for your good because you have chosen to love God and you have been called according to His purpose. I pray over your life today as you build on this rock. Precious one, it is painful. Sometimes it can be discouraging. But when you strengthen yourself in the Lord, you will see joy come your way. I prophesy upon your life that this work, that look as if it is difficult, it look humanly impossible. May the strength of the Lord be your portion. In the name of Jesus, this work is this work is challenging. How can you build on the rock? How can you build on the rock? I know it looks like it's a waste of time, but I see the Lord restoring unto you the years and what the caterpillars and caterpillars have eaten. Precious one, God is calling us to the place of obedience. Stand on your feet. I remember one time I went to the bank and look at my whole life. My whole life was in debt. I was owing everything. We pray for strength to hold on in what you have called us to do. May we not back out. May we not give up. In the name of Jesus, we give it away. In Jesus' name. Amen.